Well, hello, I'm Jess, AKA Jerp. My dog just booped my right tit. And over to my left, I have... Michael, AKA Mern. And together, we are two salty... Millennials. Hey! That was my uh, drum roll. <laughs> All right, so this first episode, Really, it's just going to be introducing ourselves um, to our hopefully existent audience at some point. So again, I'm Jess. I am a Taurus. I am short. I am mixed. Black on my mom's side, Jewish on my dad's side. I definitely identify as being Black. At some point, we'll do a couple episodes on race and identity and how it's all a social construct. But uh, before then, I have big eyes. I'm always known for my big eyes. I wear glasses and I'm blind as a bat without them. Got curly hair. Uh, let's see, let's see, what else about me? Oh yeah, I guess I have a personality. Um, I would say that I can be pretty vivacious. Sometimes I can be really uh, subdued. Kind of depends on what's going on mostly related to whatever I'm dealing with in regards to my mental health. We'll do episodes around mental health in the future. I have a bachelor's. Um, I originally wanted to be an elementary school teacher, realized that was not for me when I uh, had to encounter some terrible uh, parents and guardians of the youth. So ultimately I got my master's and now I, wa I work with college students and help them with their professional development. I, <laughs> Storm, stop, stop, stop. Yes, in this podcast, uh, there will be guest appearances by our dogs. And by guest appearances, I mean they'll either be whining, barking, or doing something in the background that one of us has to ask them to stop. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. I like to consider myself some sort of creator, I guess you can say. I like doing art and crafts. I practice meditation and mindfulness. I love all sorts of like puzzle games, um, particular ones that involve like numbers. I'm a numbers person. I am queer. I am non-binary. And if I had to label um, how I present, it would be femme. I would say, I guess, like a chapstick femme because I'm a pretty casual person. Uh, you know, what is it? Leggings and sweatshirts are my go-to. And let's see. Is there anything else you think I should mention about myself, Myrn? Um, uh, I'll take that as a no. I, I guess I'm not that interesting. So uh, I'm going to take it over to Myrn. <laughs> Michael, tell us a little about yourself. Hello. My name is Mern Michael. Uh, actually, Mern, when we say Mern, that's our initials. But um, so uh, I'm almost 6'2". Oh, uh, yeah. He's like a foot taller than me. Yeah. And um, was it? Yes, yeah, so I'm almost 6'2". I'm also mixed uh, like, like uh, Jessica. My mom is black and my dad is white. Um, and I also have a bachelor's degree, and I'm currently working on a master's degree in organizational development, which I don't really care too much about. And after this, I'm planning on going to law school. So, hey! So, 
thinking because I'm probably going to be most likely become a lawyer. Um, and we'll talk, I guess, more about that later at some point. Uh, so before I went to school, I was in the uh, Air Force for about four years. I was in security forces. I was a military cop. And I did, uh, I did three deployments to the Middle East. Um, first time I was there, I was a, uh, I was a prison guard for about a year in 2007. Um, so yeah, so basically I worked with people who were either, well, not worked with, it's more like I watched people who either were, you know, convicted of, you know, terrorism, whether it's true or not. And I watched over people who are awaiting uh, trials in Iraq. And a second deployment, I was a drone operator. So I flew a small drone in Iraq uh, to gather intelligence for um, basically gather information for the CIA and army for certain targets that they were looking for. Um, and the third time I went over, I was in Kuwait and I helped train uh, Kuwaiti soldiers on basically basic security and pretty much how to like use weapons like rifles. And now that I'm out, I've had many, I've had a range of different jobs. I was a police officer for about a year. That didn't work out too well. Um, I've also worked at Amazon as a delivery driver. That was interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then I also worked uh, at a company um, doing delivery robots where I was a pilot for delivery robots. So I've had a lot of interesting jobs and yeah, that's probably something we'll talk to about eventually. Yeah, so what is a queer and a cop doing together, yeah, I ask. <laughs> well, we'll figure it out. But before we kind of get into some more nitty gritty, dude, what do you do in your downtime? Oh. You got so serious. I mean, you, you're oh, not sorry. such a serious dude. I know, I was just trying. Um, so uh, my downtime, I mainly watch Wicked Tuna with Jessica. <laughs> well, at least lately I've been doing that. Um, By lately, he means one night. No, we watched, we watched, we watched like eight seasons. Of that I know, show. but that was like a while ago. Yeah, but I'm still very involved. Okay, okay, show. my apologies. It's on Disney Plus. It's called Wicked Tuna. They also have Wicked Tuna Outer Banks. Also, it's just a bunch of, um, I guess, how do you say, white people <laughs> who uh, are fishing. <laughs> 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 fish. This sounds so <laughs> thrilling. <laughs> Well, it's the drama because Americans, you know, we just love watching dramatic TV shows. Yeah, and there is hella all drama. The drama and gossip that comes with it. And besides that, I also play a lot of video games. I'm planning on starting to do some streaming soon. So when people start listening to this, they can also watch my stream. <laughs> they want to see video footage of me either being really good at video games or being really bad. So it's one or the other. Um, yeah. Is there anything else I should say? Uh, I don't know. I think that's pretty good for now. Let's let's talk about our little unit. All right. So Michael and I have been together for over 14 years and legally bound for four years. We are a uh, 
a unit who takes care of dogs. Uh, we have two dogs. We have Storm and Logan. Storm is our wild child. She's young, energetic, dramatic. Yeah, she's just wild. But she is such a love bug and is so protective of her family. Like this is a dog that I can go out in the middle of the night and I will feel safe because she will not let anyone come near me if she knows it's a threat. She, we adopted her when she was about six months old and she's a little over two now. She actually um, had a broken leg when she was three months. And so she's got this uh, funny little run and sit, but do not let that um, confuse you for the possibility of her being you know, a little lagging in the athleticism because that bitch can run and she will run if she is off leash. But she does not have the confidence yet that her big bro has. Yeah. She's, she's odd because there's a lot of times when she's like, I'm in charge, bitch. And there's other times when she's just scared as fuck. And so and you, just, you just don't know what's going to happen. Her big bro, who's actually smaller than her, that's Logan. Logan, our little dude, um, we got him in the fall of 2018. He is a beagle, I think, mixed with a chihuahua because he's got some like chihuahua traits of him where he's like shaking and he's got those bug eyes. <laughs> and this little dude is really confident. Um, but, you know, he has developed this bad habit of taking shits indoors in our home that we just purchased. Uh, so Michael likes to call him the... Poop monster. He is the fucking poop monster! <sighs> Sorry, I just need to take a breath. Because, you know, it's a new home, literally new construction. And this motherfucker decides he's going to start shitting in here. He's the pooper. We're the scoopers. So... And then when they first met, you know, it was hard because Logan was an old man. You know, we don't know how old he is, but we know he's a senior. Um, he's got no teeth. And little Stormy was a puppy. And, you know, she wouldn't leave him alone. But now now they get along, and it's good. Um, but before we had these two, we had sweet baby girl Nala, who was a little Dotson mixed with, we think, like a Basset Hound. So she basically looked like a giant sausage dog, right? And she had, like, the body of a giant sausage dog odd looking bitch. Um, she did not like other dogs. Uh, she also uh, was uh, racist, um, but she loved black women. Uh, so she loved my mom and she loved Michael's mom. And she had so much fucking personality for something so low to the ground. She was always howling and we love her so much uh, that Michael has her tattooed on mm -hmm. his arm. So she's always going to be with us because she's a sweet, sweet baby girl. She's also the wallpaper on my computer. Yes. Yes. We have found ways to um, make Nala a part of our new home here um, in the South. Also, I think we have the most pictures of Nala. Yeah. <laughs> well, we also had her for the longest. We had her for four years. So we got her when she was about two and she passed when she was six, and it was because she she had cancer. And so we, when we found out she had cancer, 
there was no real humane um, treatment option because it was a kind of cancer that any sort of treatment was really just to prolong her life. Um, and we couldn't do that because it it was not going to give her the same standard of life we had given her, right? So we, we made the, the tough decision um, to let her pass as humanely as possible into the next dimension. And so we were there, we held her, um, and we actually have her ashes. Uh, so she is um, with us. So, you know, she was an integral part of our life. Um, that was that was our first kid. And Michael and Nalo were just like best buds, best buds. He would hold her like like a baby, like cradle her <laughs> like a baby, <laughs> which is a sight because she has like this long body and these short limbs. So she always looked like a roly poly. I have a story. Can I tell a story? <laughs> yes, you can tell a story. Okay. Well, when we were living in the San Francisco Bay Area, um, my bicycle was stolen off of the uh, <laughs> the porch of our apartment, which is pretty dumb thinking about because it, it wasn't locked up at all. It was just, uh, FYI, I told this motherfucker to lock it, it up, was, but uh, he was convinced our bamboo fence was enough of security. Go on, I mean, Yeah, it, it was enough until that moment. And <laughs> so uh, I'm guessing someone probably cased the place probably for a while and so one morning we heard this loud like bang and nala was barking and everything and then i got up all slowly no 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 if you're gonna tell the story tell it right is that right no okay okay Okay, i'm gonna tell the story here (laughs) so it was early in the morning probably like i don't know 6 37 michael was already up because he was getting ready to go to work no. And he actually, uh, he just got out of the shower. So he's butt ass naked and he was putting on lotion. And then oh. all of a sudden there was boom. Right. And then all was like, rah, 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 rah. and we didn't know what happened. We actually thought maybe someone was like moving like a piece of furniture because our apartment was right like at the front of the building. And so we saw everyone coming and going and always heard all this shit. So Michael looked out, didn't see anything, but saw our bamboo fence was uh, messed up. I looked out and I was like, Michael, your bicycle. And uh, it was gone. (laughs) So then, you know, Michael, and this, we have to also understand why this was so traumatic because this was Michael's like first real bike because he finally learned how to ride a bike Mm -hmm. at like, 20 when was this was 2018 so like late 20s yeah uh also actually i think you were 30 (laughs) yeah you were 30 Mm -hmm. um also i don't know how to ride a bike yet and i'm i'm like in my 30s too so this isn't about me judging so let's make that very clear it's about the fact that like he finally did this he got a bike that he actually rode to like the gym and stuff like that and some asshole steals it so we both work in the city at that time. So I actually um, went into work, but you know, Michael took the day off, you know, filed a police report. There was uh, uh, a <laughs> funny story. There was security footage of who did it. The only reason we had security footage is because the, um, the building manager had gotten stuff stolen and then he decided to install security footage. Before then, Residents had been complaining for a long ass time about packages being stolen. He's like, well, there's nothing we can do. Then his shit gets stolen and he decides to install it. Anyway, 
So there was footage, whatever. Michael, what do you do when I go to work? Oh, I go investigate because I have a very investigative mind and training. So I took my uh, scent hound, Nala, (laughs) and put her on the trail. Now, keep in mind, this is this weird-ass looking dog decked out in pink who's never been taught (laughs) to, like, go after certain scents. Yeah, she goes after scents because it's food and she wants it. But he's just like, here, find my bike. (laughs) And so they wander the neighborhood. (laughs) That day, and this is a story for another time, not only started out shitty, but ended shitty. That was uh, the beginning of uh, the end of my mom's time on this planet Earth. And one day we'll talk about grief. Um, But that is... Looking back, that story with the bike and Nala it can definitely make us smile because <laughs> there was just a lot of things that went wrong that <laughs> could have been prevented, but also the handling of it was really quite funny. Did you ever find that bike, Michael? Did, did Nala ever find that bike for you? No, unfortunately. Yeah. And the police, I don't think they ever found the bike. I also didn't call them either. I didn't think they were going to find it. So I'm yeah, sure there was no probably got chopped up and probably sold for parts on the bay area black market which is a real thing in fact there's a there's a whole underground bicycle market yeah because especially in san francisco and berkeley like bicycling is like a main way of getting around um you do not want to be a driver on those roads when there are cyclists because they are fucking ridiculous and they're assholes and they think the rules of the road don't apply to them I wasn't one of those cyclists. I was very respectful. Yes, mainly because he was scared of getting hit. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, he was a good cyclist and he respected the rules of the road. Um, yeah, so <laughs> that was a lot about Nala. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we have many stories about Nala uh, just because she's so dear to us and still is. Um, yeah. <sighs> So, Michael, mm-hmm. we are in our first home that we purchased, right? So, we mentioned a cross country road trip. At least I think we did. We might have mentioned that like in a different take. <laughs> Who knows? I think we're on take three or four for our introduction. Um, we both grew up in SoCal, moved up to the Bay Area when Michael got into school. And then COVID hit and we were actually in a situation where we could move out of state because our main commitments both went remote. And so we purchased a home in the South where we got a three bedroom, two bath house with a backyard, zero down for, and our mortgage less than our rent in the Bay Area, right? Pretty wild, pretty hard to compete. Culture shock has definitely been something we've experienced here. Um, All the way from accents (laughs) to uh, how people drive and lack of caring about COVID. COVID is apparently not a real thing here. Uh, Any thoughts on our transition from West Coast to East Coast? I just miss public transportation. Sometimes, I mean, I probably wouldn't use it now if they had it, but <laughs> I I did like 
Well, I guess just denser uh, areas of living I miss. I miss and I don't miss. So, I mean, I do like that everything's more spread out here because I don't have to see people as much. But um, I don't like it just because I can't just walk somewhere anymore and, like, be in the middle of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, be in the middle of downtown because it's just not feasible. But... I do like the quiet. It's like we have our own little castle here. And yeah, it's just like, honestly, sometimes I forget that we even moved. Like I just, yeah, I just, I don't realize we move until we go outside. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. So we lived in a really good spot in the Bay Area in terms of like accessibility to everything. Like it was literally walking distance to everything that we needed. Um, and transportation, public transportation, um, including public transportation, walking to public transportation. Uh, although definitely saw way too many traumatic things on BART <laughs> to where when COVID first hit, I was actually really relieved in terms of um, transportation because I didn't have to commute anymore. Um, I'm telling you, you see some fucked up shit on BART. I have seen a penis. I have seen vagina. I have seen like a youth, and I'm talking maybe 15 or 16, shooting up heroin. And, um, you know, it, it's, it can be a lot, right? And, you know, there's definitely a, a miss, though, to like how easy it is to get to where you need to be. Right? Where here, you have to drive everywhere. Like even a mile, like you have to drive a mile because there's no fucking sidewalks and your your ass is gonna get run over by some big hillpilly caravan truck with its brights on at two p.m. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, and to be fair, Michael does do like the majority of the driving, so I can definitely appreciate that he gets tired of that. Um, and there is just so much more like space and freedom. And like, cause even in the parks in the Bay area, they're crowded, right? So it, it's, it's hard uh, to still like try to separate yourself from people during COVID. Whereas here, the parks are just so massive that you can give yourself a lot of space. At the same time, I think that, um, uh, that there's like a, a false security with how much space there is here. And people think like, oh, it's not that bad. And, you know, I'm not going to get COVID. Well, then you have motherfucking idiots, right? Like, what was it? A couple, it was um that the break from Christmas to New Year's. <sighs> Went to this park. It's a beautiful, huge, huge park. So there's lots of room to spread out and not be in, in like contact with people. And there's like dog parks there as well. And we were walking around and in the little playground area that shit was fucking packed packed with fucking minions and their and their owners all canoodling with one another and no one wearing masks oh yeah i remember that like it was packed like the kids were like in each other's faces or snot i mean i'm just assuming i wasn't like right there but i mean you know kids are gross with mucus and stuff and it, it was just like crowded and I swear there were like five different like parties going on and I'm just like wow wow like COVID is a thing y'all so 
that gets to be frustrating here that there's like this false sense of security. Um, yeah. And also we live in a small town that uh, is rural in comparison to where we used to live, but they are building it up. So before you know it, who knows, this will have everything. I'm, you know what's the most exciting news is the next town over is getting a Costco. I am pretty excited about that. <laughs> I can so, buy my pro. Oh, yeah. I'm also a pretty avid workout person, and I do love working out. And I've been having withdrawals since I can't lift heavy weights anymore because I'm a big-time gym bro. But, you know, I'm getting through it by doing Ring Fit on the Nintendo Switch. And uh, Sponsor us. And um, the other thing I'm doing? Oh, yeah. And Fitness Blender. I've been using that website. Sponsor us. Which... We've got all these shout outs and I don't mean to, but that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, the whole point of me saying that's our big news is that that's how you know we're in a smaller town, right? As we're getting to Costco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and actually, it's not even in our town. It's the next town over and we're excited. Uh, we kind of stay out of our town and just kind of do most of our shopping in the next town over because it's a little bit bigger. Yeah, I know. I see. I see. Yes, FYI, you can record for 30 minutes max. Thank you, Michael. <sighs> so, what, you're going to say something? No, oh. I don't know. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. Uh... <laughs> so, yeah, that's a little bit about us. Uh, I think as the, the podcast goes on, you know, we'll explore more of our identities and how they intersect and conflict with one another. Uh, it sounds, or it looks like you want to say something, Michael. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> He's just like leaning I'm into the microphone. Like, uh, I'm, uh, I'm learning uh, how uh, podcasting works. So. Yeah, we're new <laughs> to this, so there's going to be some rough sounding shit. Uh, and hopefully we'll get listeners and it'll get better. And maybe one day somebody will sponsor us. I don't know who, uh, but maybe we'll get, we'll get sponsors. What do you think, Michael? Do you think we'll achieve that? I don't know, but anyway, that shouldn't be the goal. The goal is <laughs> to just talk about us. And then if you want to listen, they listen. Okay. So, That's fair. Yeah. That's right. We'll talk about us. Well, in well, talking about us, that. we'll also talk about our opinions. Yeah, that's what I mean. I just meant we'll just do our thing. Yeah. And so okay. sometimes there'll be shit talking, whether it's like like on the other person about whatever, right? So you can look forward to podcasts on um, our thoughts on basketball, politics, uh, weather. <laughs> Uh, I guess climate change, um, our move, maybe things that we would have done differently or that we'd do again, dogs, um, food. What else do you think we talk about? Oh, video games. Do we say sports yet? Or do I say sports yet? I think so. Oh, I'm also on the hunt for a PlayStation 5. Oh, yeah. Um, I've had no luck. Also, I'm not Sponsor. looking super hard either, though, but sponsor us yeah i still want one yeah yeah well, we can have a whole like season around <laughs> the 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 struggle to find a damn playstation 5 oh capitalism we will talk about capitalism and as the podcast goes on you'll learn more about our values and 
if you don't vibe with us, that's totally fine. Just, you know, go away. <laughs> so I guess that is it for uh, this intro. Um, again, I am Jess, a.k.a. <laughs> Jerb, and to my left is... Michael, also known as Mern. And together, we are two salty millennials. millennials.